Thank you so much, Kevin, for being with us on the We Don't Play podcast show today. How are you? Good, good, man. I appreciate you having me, dude. I'm super excited to be here. Um, you know, sorry, sorry, I'm not over there personally, but you know, I'm excited to be here, dude. Amazing, amazing. I really appreciate it. You know, financial freedom is a big topic, and I know that a lot of people need this information and hearing it from someone who has been through it and has also experienced it is the best way for someone to learn. So I would love for you to tell us more about you, of course, at first, you know, who you are, what you do, and then tell us more about your story and how this even all happened. Yeah, man, I'll try to make it short because I'll be honest with you, my story, I feel like it's a long story, even though it's only been two years, to be honest. But, uh, you know, just to keep it short, then I'll start out with like, you know, I, uh, I started in banking uh, when I was young, very young, I was like 19. And I kind of stuck with that for a long time, um, almost 10 years, right? Um, but every day I went to work, worked my nine to five, and I got promoted, I made good money, dude. I got to a point where I was making six figures, right? Um, and, and I was happy, I mean, I thought I was happy, but I really wasn't. So I always felt like there was something missing. I always felt like looking at the world from the outside of the window, just like, I'm like, man, like, this sucks, you know, I don't, I don't want to do this. And uh, long story short, man, uh, one day uh, my daughter was born. I was going through a divorce, so it was like a lot of stuff going on at the same time. And, um, you know, I was driving about an hour and a half to go to work, and everything just kind of piled up together to the point where I was like, okay, I'm taking my daughter to daycare, and I have to drive an hour and a half to work, and I have to drive back, you know, going through the divorce, going through a lot of stuff. I was like, I need something to change. And, um, you know, luckily, uh, the manager at the time, uh, he was, uh, I asked him for a raise and he declined it. He said, no, you know? So that was basically my reason to quit my job. It was just basically like, I just needed to find an excuse, really. That's all I was looking for. And when he declined my raise, um, I literally like, that was like on a Wednesday, I went on vacation. And then when I, Monday, when came, Monday came around, it was time for me to go back to work. I actually just put like, wait, I didn't even put a two week notice. I just on the spot. Um, I had no idea what I was going to do. I had no idea anything, man. Nothing. I, had, I didn't know anything. I was just, I just jumped, you know? And um, I was lucky though, you know, I, had, I was smart. Uh, in the years that I was there, I had bought properties. So I know I had houses I could sell if something happened, right? I had saved up my money, right? So there's a cool Joe Rogan, uh, Joe Rogan quote that says, uh, you know, when you're young, that's when you jump. That's when you take the risk. But when you're not, you just have to make sure you save enough money where you're enough so you can jump, right? That's what I did. I stacked up my money because I knew I had a kid, I had responsibilities. But then I was able to take that risk, right? And um, so I did. And um, dude, I did so many different things. I tried a marketing agency. I tried a coaching agency. I tried uh, having a VA agency. I had, dude, I did so many, like, I, I don't remember, I tried to do wholesaling, right? I, I, I did so many things, and uh, I sucked at all of them. <laughs> like, I just, I just, I don't have a passion for them, you know? But um, <clears throat> the biggest thing I learned was, and it's so funny because you hear these quotes that you hear all the time, motivational quotes, but they're so real, man. It's like, if you just continue to fail constantly, eventually you're going to hit on something, right? So, um, you know, at the time, you know, I was kind of like, okay, it's been about almost a year. I haven't really hit on anything. 
So I took like a commission-only job working with this other company, right, as a financial advisor. Um, you know, it was commission-only, so it was cool because they wouldn't bug me. I would work from home. I still do my thing, trying to you know figure out what I was gonna do. And uh, I made really good money with them. Uh, I did really well, you know. And then I was kind of like, okay, well, you know, I'm still back to square one where I have a job. I want to do this, you know. And um, man, long story short, finally I got into uh, just you know realizing that I wanted to teach you more about finance. Um, how things work. I realized I had a lot of knowledge because I had people who made more money than me who were asking me for advice. And I was like, man, I gotta figure out how to monetize this, right? So I'm in the process of getting that going. So I'm in the process of getting the coaching program going, right? Um, but at the same time, I realized what I really loved. I loved finance, I loved the stock market. That's what I loved. And when I realized I loved the stock market, I started day trading, right? So that was what I fell in love with, was day trading. Mm. I realized how much money you can make through like, uh, yeah, it, it was nice. And, and then, uh, you know, at first I made a lot of money, then I lost a lot of, same thing, dude, same repetition. It's right. all repetition, dude. It's just going to the gym, right? It was like constantly good, 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 fail, fail, fail. Good, 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 fail, you know? But it was like, uh, I needed to get out of that cycle, right? So I wanted to just go up eventually. But um, yeah, man, so I, um, when I quit my job, I had nothing, I had no income coming in, so I was living off my savings. Uh, I met my girl who I'm with now, my fiance. Um, I lied to her, I told her I had a job, but I didn't have a job. Oh man. <laughs> so at the time she, she didn't know, I, she didn't know I, I wasn't even working, you know? She was like, she was like, oh, what do you do for work? I was like, oh, I'm a financial advisor, you know? But really, I didn't even have a job then, I was like. <laughs> Oh, I was man. like, I was like unemployed. I'm a, I'm a, I was like those guys that go, you go on Instagram and you look at the bio that says entrepreneur. That was me, dude. I was like, I'm an entrepreneur. Dude. I, don't know, I got no job, no income coming in. I'm living up my savings. But the way I got a kid, but the way I got a kid and a crazy baby mama. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so, so that was the beginning of that, man. But it's um. Yeah, dude, so it was just a lot of like this constant failure, man. Like I failed at the marketing agency. I stuck with that for like a year and a half. And I've made some good money on it, but it just wasn't me. You know, like the, the whole doing marketing online for people and stuff, like, you know, there was some like some good clients I had that made good money on it. Just didn't, but it just wasn't me. Um, finally, I started day trading and stuff, dude. And, and uh, at first I'd made some decent money and then I lost everything, dude everything right and um i had to do it again and i just but i just didn't like even when i lost everything dude i still did not go back to get a job i was like no i'll figure this out <laughs> i was like i'm very persistent dude so finally dude like i started figuring it out and i got consistent on my income and i started making money and it's everything just kind of like just started hitting and started coming together dude and it wasn't even about the money it's just about the freedom right um, I got, as I was telling you before, you know, we started the show, um, I have a newborn, right? I have a newborn daughter. She's a month old. She was born a little bit premature. Um, and I was about to take a job uh, when I lost, because, dude, I've lost everything twice. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Everything but my house, right? And I came from nothing, you know? Um, I don't know how you were raised, but like, I came from nothing, dude. I lived in a one bedroom apartment with like five people, you know? Mm. So technically, if I think about it, I think about it like the stock market, right? I went up, then I came down, but I didn't go back down to where I was. 
So I just got to go back up, you know? That's the way I think of life. It's never going to be all the way up all the time. So it's like the stock market, dude, up, down. As long as you're constantly going up, that's what matters. Exactly. So when this little one was born, um, you know, I, I almost took a job, you know, making $160,000 a year plus bonuses. You know, I, I was about to take it. And um, once she was born, dude, and, and everything, and she was here at home and everything, I told, I told my uh, fiance, I was like, I can't, I can't do that. So like, I can't, I can't take this job. You know, I won't do it. So I want to keep, uh, I just believe in myself. Like, you know, like that's how strong my belief is in me that I just don't think that a six-figure job is something I want to do. And, you know, unless I absolutely am not about to eat and I have to, you know. But, um, yeah, man, it, it was uh, it was tough. And then, dude, all of a sudden, like, things just clicked in the last, like, month after the baby was born. You know what I'm saying? Like, everything just kind of clicked. And, and uh, dude, it just, we just started, I started crushing it again. Like, like crushing it, dude, every day. You know, I mean, this morning I made money. And then now, now I'm in the process of trying to hire a, um, more an assistant and stuff so she can help me out with doing outreach and getting the course going and things like that and coaching people um, so it's it's um, I'm truly blessed man because I'm at a position now where like a few weeks ago I needed not even a few weeks a few months ago I needed a job and now I'm financially free again for the second time so I've done it twice basically wow you know? bro this story is 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 it's motivating because if you lose something twice people are like what are the chances i'm going to lose it a third time a hundred percent but they say that you miss a hundred percent of the chances you don't take yeah i mean i saw it as this way bro i saw it as okay i lost everything i had everything but now i have the knowledge to get everything back faster mm-hmm. before i didn't i didn't know what to do how to do it you know yeah uh, now i have knowledge which to me it was worth the money you know um do i wish i had all the money back of course man everybody doesn't want to lose money <laughs> right but um like i said to you earlier right I, I came from nothing man so i still have a house i'm healthy you know i'm still young i'm only 32 i just turned 32 on saturday so you know Ooh. i may not be in my 20s anymore but i'm only 32 you know um you know i have i have my property i have my family dude i have my kids so it's like you kind of start seeing things differently from a different perspective as you get older and when you go through these struggles and failures and you realize um you know what what's really important right and you kind of get humbled up a little bit i think that's why um I'm i'm a very faithful person i think that's why i lost everything the second time was because i began to kind of lose myself and who I was, and uh, my faith, and, and realizing how, how you know, I just kind of started thinking I was up here, and nothing could stop me, and, <laughs> and you know, life brings you back to reality, and then you're like, okay, so this time around, I'm not trying to make the same mistakes. Right. That is amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much for that. I think that is very important for us to look at, because that also says that for you to be financially free, you have to be mentally stable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think you have to be mentally strong, man. And, and I'll be 100% honest and I believe that I have is, I believe everyone can be financially free. 
But I also believe not everyone will ever be financially free, and they're just not meant to. You know, if you want to, you can, but you some people are just not meant to. Because there's this the mental struggles that you will go through. I mean, there's people that haven't even gone through what I've gone through. They're financially free, so I'm good, happy for them. There's people that have gone through more than I have. You know mm. what I'm saying? But it's everybody has their own bat- battles, right, in life, and, and how are you gonna handle that? You know, um, you know, I, I've lost family members. You know, I've gone through like divorces. I lost money. Um, you know, I after I have trauma all the time with my ex. You know what I'm saying? I have um, you know family problems all the time. Um, you know, there's always something going on. But it's just a matter of like, how can you stay focused no matter what's happening? Right, like I mean, I, I was going through all this, and at the same time, my fiance is going through a pregnancy where she she may lose the baby, right? Because she's she baby came two months early, and I'm having issues with family members, and at the same time, I'm still having to stay focused and doing what I'm doing, mm. and making sure that we don't lose the house or nothing, right? And it's like, Oof. if you, that's that's the point that we're at. I mean, also the point dude, where like, I think I have fifteen hundred dollars in my bank account. That was it. After having everything, dude, I had everything. So, I mean, I had so much money in my bank account, dude, at one time when I made it the first time. And then, um, then I, everything went down. And then I can tell you that I probably made back almost half of what I've lost already in less than a month. What? <laughs> but it's, but it's just, it's just a matter of uh, persistence, dude. It's just you would be surprised what you can do if you're mentally. Just stay consistently persistent, you know. Like, and that—that that was me. I was so persistent, dude. I was just like, well, "What do I gotta do? How am I gonna make this happen?" You know, I've done it before. I know it can be done. How, you know, just as fast as I've lost money, I can make money back. You know, it's—it's it's just a matter of staying persistent, dude. And, and uh, dude, I was—I uh, was hustling, dude. I was—I was doing whatever I could to make money. Like I lost my, I saw, I saw my motorcycle. I started door dashing, dude. I started uh, do whatever the hell I had to do, bro, to make money so I can get back into day trading and then growing my account back up. And, and then as I did that, um, then you know I already know how to invest. You know, buying houses, how to long term invest, do mutual funds, do all those kind of things. Um, like I said, dude, I'm very grateful. I'm in a very blessed situation because I did have a job offer. For over 150k, you know, but I was in that position where I could, I just believed in my, and it takes a lot of boss to also do that, you know what I'm saying? Like, to sit here and be going through this struggle and knowing you could possibly not pay your mortgage, but still be like, mm, no, I'm not gonna take this job. Hmm. That, <laughs> you know, oh, <laughs> that is called tenacious. Uh, what what's the word I'm looking for? Tenacious aggressiveness. Because you have comfort versus struggle and you can either be on each side, but you decided to go on the longer route, which is going to give you financial freedom rather than being stuck to a a timetable or a clock, you know, that you have to be clocking in. So how does someone that is thinking about those two, how do they break that cycle? You have to find something that is bigger than you to want to do that. Right, I mean, for me, it's my kids, right? And if you're my age and you have kids, or if you're younger than me and you have kids, whatever, maybe that's what works for you. I mean, that's what works for for me. Now, my kids, and and people, some parents don't like when I say this, but my kids aren't everything. I put myself before I put my kids. 
Why? Because if I'm not mentally and physically okay, how am I going to take care of somebody else? Right? That's a mentality that I have. I have to mentally be okay and stable to give my kids a better life. If I'm not as okay and stable, like if I have to give up some time to go to the gym to be mentally okay, that's what I have to do to take care of my kids. Because why would I want to take care of my kids when I'm not mentally okay? Right? Mm. So um, to me, I think you have to find something that means more. And for me, that was spending time with my kids whenever I want, right? And everybody talks about like, oh, I want to have control of my time. You know, I want to be able to do this, this and that. It's like, okay, you want to have control of your time, but what are you going to do with that time? You know, because you, you see all this stuff on Instagram and Facebook, people traveling all the time, this and that. That's not how life is for them, you know? Like, those people still have to put in work. They just put up, they just put out their the dream because they're trying to sell you on it. But... You have to think like they made their money somehow, so they still have to hustle. Exactly. <laughs> right? So, Facts. you know, like they're not out there just on a plane every single time. You may see that from time to time. It may seem that way online. But me and you both, we know that what you put on social media. So, see, like on social media, nobody knows the story. If people, if people, what people have seen from me on social media, they probably never even knew I lost my money. Mm. Because I made it seem like everything was cool. Because that's what you do. You don't need to show anybody what's going on. That is so. I, I think having a, a why, you know, for me, like my why is my kids. Like my, my kids, I want to spend time with my kids, I want to spend time with my fiance, right? Um, here, just to put the story even crazier, my fiance is actually a registered nurse. Mm. I literally told, she told me, she was like, if I have to go back to work, I will. And I said, no, I got this. You stay with the kid, I got this. We're a very traditional couple. So like, I want her to stay home with the kids and I'm gonna handle shit, you know? I mean, she's still, she's still gonna work. She's gonna have her job and stuff like that. But um, she, she wants to do something else. She started being a nurse. She's been a nurse for years and and uh, with all the COVID stuff and things. And she just wanted to do something different. I think she also fell in love with the idea of uh, creating your own schedule, but she sees how I make my own schedule, right? Mm. She can't do that as a nurse. So, um, you know, that, that financial freedom, that, 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 that freedom, right, like you said. But, um, yeah, man, I think I think that why for me is my kids, my time with my fiance, you know, but don't get me wrong, as I continue to come back and, and like, build my stuff, um, I know myself, and, and she knows me very well as well, and she knows that, um, I'm gonna find something where I'm gonna be like, okay, I want, I want more. Mm. That's just how I am. And some some people just have that. Some people just have that thing. I think that that's something that you can't teach. You know, um, having that like, I want more. And for me, like, I have that. I know I do. It just it's just something that about me that tells me like, I want more. Like it's not enough. And then I know right now I have to focus on where I'm at. Right? I need to be financially to where I used to be. But I know once my pockets are bigger. I'm gonna want more. It's just how I am. Yeah. Nah, that is so good to hear. Thank you for that. Now, the last question I want to ask, which is, I think, a major question everybody's trying to get out is, how do you manage your funds? Let's say you have 100000 right now. How are you going to divide that into partitions when it comes to savings, current, investments, portfolios, trading, family transport all, yeah. all the nine how does that work and how can you partition that 
Yeah, for sure, man. So the biggest thing I always uh, tell people, and it's something that I learned um, as a financial advisor and when I was an insurance agent, right? Something that, to be honest with you, even myself wouldn't even do. And people hate doing this because they don't like seeing their money. People don't like looking at their money. They don't. You think they do, but they don't. People don't like looking at their bank account. People don't like looking at their statements. People don't look at that any of that stuff. But the biggest thing is you have to understand your budget. Rich people know where all their money goes. They don't have no no subscriptions that they don't even know about or things that is coming out that they forgot or you know like this fifteen dollar thing that they're paying that they kind of just like oh man I forgot. No man, they they know where every single dollar is going. So like it sounds so simple, but like just budgeting yourself and understanding your money will make such a huge difference, right? Because like. It took me a while. I wouldn't even budget myself. I'd just be like, okay, cool. I got enough to pay the bills. Like, I'm on tripping. Then when I finally sat down and looked at my budget, I was like, damn. I live, uh, that's also why I'm able to be financially free. I live, I live a very um, simple lifestyle, right? Like, when I was making six figures, I mean, I'm still making six figures now. I mean, I, I made six figures in, in a month before, right? Um, I still drove a... 2019 Honda. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no you, people have this uh, mentality in, the, in America where they, where they live beyond the means, and it's the the problem with uh, with our country, right? Is people live beyond the means. You look at people's statistics for credit. I mean, almost like more than 70 percent of people are in debt. I mean, I have debt too, but I know I'll pay it back. There's people that literally like they depend on that debt, you know. I've depended on it only when I literally, like, I took a risk, though, right? Like, I was taking risks. I was going after my dreams, right? And that's why you see a lot of these guys who are entrepreneurs. They go bankrupt and they'll do it again, right? But the everyday folk, the everyday per- person who's just working a regular job, or even if you're a business owner, if you just have a simple, small business, you know, you want to have that budget, man. You got to understand where all your money's going, right? Once you know where... Your expenses are at how much you got left. Right? Let's say you got ten thousand dollars every month. Your expenses are four thousand dollars to pay your mortgage. You know your food, all that stuff, whatever. Uh, which is very unlikely because most people spend more than that. But let's just say it's four, right? Four grand. I got six grand left every month. Where's this other six grand going, right? I would say you got to put half of that into emergency savings and then half of that into investing, right? If you wanna. If you wanna, uh, if you believe in your future, then you gotta, you gotta invest. You gotta put money into investments, whether that be mutual funds, annuities, um, life insurance policies, um, you know, anything but savings accounts. Um, you know, anything that, that that's tied to the market, um, it's gonna make you money, right? And that's money that you gotta think about long term, right? Just like, um, um, you know. Investments are long-term things. The problem with society nowadays is everybody wants to get rich quick, and that's not the case. Mm. So when yeah. I think about so like, that's, that's... sorry, go ahead. I was just gonna say something. Sorry to interrupt you. You when you said like investment portfolios, right? Could you break it down just a little bit more when thinking about mutual funds? Because there are platforms I know, like Wealthfront. There is Robinhood. You know, there's um. What Coinbase, you know, so, people don't know what to choose. Yeah, so there's a couple of different things, right? I mean, obviously, crypto that's very uh, volatile, so you got to be really careful. You're putting money into crypto unless you got a lot of money, right? 
and you have money that you know that can go to zero possibly, yes. right? Everybody talks about, oh, cryptos, you know, the future, blah, blah, blah. And, and I'm a big believer that it is. I have some crypto myself. But it's also not really, there's no government running crypto, right? So, I mean, crypto can really just, you never know. I mean, we've seen what happened with Bitcoin. It was a 66,000. And look where it's at now, right? Mm-hmm. So you have to understand those risks that you take with crypto. That's my uh, thing with crypto, right? Um, I do believe in it. I do have money in it. Uh, but the majority of my portfolio is money. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the, uh, I'm a huge, um, I love real estate. Real estate is not going to go anywhere. People need somewhere to live, right? Um, now, if we are talking about crypto, there is one thing I do like because I love real estate, and that's the metaverse real estate. <laughs> if you want to look into that as well, I'm actually a big fan of it. Once again, that's how I love real estate, right? Um, and then there's um, the mutual funds, right? So mutual funds are cool because um, you're basically not putting all your money into one basket, right? You're putting it into a bunch of different stocks and mutual funds. So it only kind of like averages it out. Or like, you're not going to make as much, but you're going to make good money, right? You're making anywhere from 10 to 30% return. That's pretty good for anybody, not just the average person, but just anybody, right? I mean, 10 to 30% on, on return on, you know, your investment in a 10-year span, that's not bad, right? Um, there's also annuities, does the same thing. Um, there's also fixed annuities where you actually get like a fixed rate, right? Um, there is like insurance. So insurance is one of my favorites because if you own a business, you can actually use it as a write-off, right? Which is one of the few investments that you can write off. Um, you can actually write off 100% of it, right? So you can literally make $100,000 gross, take $20,000 of that, put it into an insurance policy, and now you've got a $20,000 write-off. Now you don't have to pay that money. You don't have to pay a tax on that. And then it grows tax-free. So then later on, let's say that 20 grand is worth 100 grand and you take it out, uh, you don't pay any taxes on the gains. Hmm. So that's that's uh, that's actually one of my favorite products. I actually have um, a couple of insurance policies that I pay for myself and for my daughter as well. So, because she's my employee. Hmm. So there's tax loopholes that I also know. <laughs> that's so nice. I, know, I know a lot about a lot, man. That's why, um, when I chose not to take that job, I just bet on myself because I was like, no, I'm too smart um, to take a job. And that's not me being uh, arrogant. It's just me being uh, honest with myself and believing in myself. And I think that, um, yeah, dude, like a lot of those products that will help out people. You know, basic investments, uh, if you don't know what you're doing, just get somebody to help you out, man. I mean, uh, I'm always happy to talk to anybody who wants to learn anything, right? Um, I, I am a financial advisor. I may be walking out of the industry for good because I just don't want to do it anymore. But I will be coaching people on all this stuff when my course is coming up. Mm. Right? All this stuff about investments, uh, uh, budgeting, credit, right? How to build your credit, how to use credit. So I see, like a lot of people listen to like Dave Ramsey and this guy, and they're like, "Oh, credit's bad, credit's bad." Nah, dude. But I built my whole money on credit, dude. You know, like I had four houses at one point, all on mortgage, all mm. tax write-offs. You know, like if you have money, you want to have a mortgage because you want the tax write-offs. Right. So, so it's um, it just depends on your situation, right? There's always the folks who also, you know, they're making fifty to hundred k. There's still things they can do, 
right? They can still things they can invest in. Dude, I was a teller at 19, 20 years old and I was investing money. When I put money into Tesla when I was a kid, you know, I was, I was buying stocks, just, just cuss. I didn't even know what the heck I was buying. I was just buying it. Oh, so, man. you know, I'm, you know, now if, if people want to look into like regular stocks, like blue chip stocks are always good. I was just looking at like Apple, Tesla, Facebook, buying stocks like that. Um, no matter how much they go down, they'll eventually come back up most likely. How much you would know? you put in there, for example? What's like a safe number to say, okay, am I going to put $50 or $500 a week, a month? <sighs> you know, I would say do it like, a, like people get paid usually every two weeks, right? If, if you have a regular job, right? So if you have a regular job, uh, I like to call it like, uh, they call it dollar cost averaging, where you're basically just putting money into buying stocks, you know, dollar cost averaging in, right? So that way, um, you know, the stock doesn't matter if the stock goes up, down, whatever. If you put like, let's say you make, I don't know, let's say you make $10,000 and you put in $500 every other week. Thousand bucks every month you're putting in. No matter whether the stock goes up and down, you're gonna buy, right? And if you buy it, and uh, and it goes well, you know, is you can make a lot of money. I mean, eventually, long term. We just gotta think of it as a long term thing. That's all. Right now, now there's always, like I said, they can always do mutual funds as well. Mutual funds is pretty cool because you can do the same scenario. Let's say put a thousand bucks a month, and then it grows. You know, uh, as time goes on. Same thing with insurance. You know, five hundred thousand bucks a month, and it grows. Right. It just depends on uh, people's uh, financial situation. But um, um, really, if you look at your budget, man, you can uh, probably take at least 10, 20% of whatever you have every single month coming in and put it into a savings or an investment. You know, you can, you can invest at least 10% of your check, if not more, usually more, to be honest with you. Yeah. Okay. Just people don't want to. So would you say like investing, like let's say taking Apple stocks, would you would you rather put it into Cash App or would you put it into Robinhood and why? I don't like Robinhood at all. I'm not a fan of it. Um, but um, as far as like buying like the, I mean, as, as far as buying the shares, yeah. is that what you're asking me? Mm -hmm. um, they're just good, like, you know, Obviously, it depends on the person. You can't can't really advise. It's depending on who they are, right? So it's not like a broad advice. But what I would say is like like a, something like a Tesla or whatever. It's a good company, right? Um, an Apple, right? It's a good company. Do you really think Apple's gonna go anywhere anytime soon? Come on, they come out with a freaking iPhone every year. They they control everything, dude. You know, so companies like that, they're most not like they're gonna go anywhere. So you want to invest in those kind of companies, right? Now, can it happen? Can they disappear? Of course. There's many companies that have gone out of business that were around for like 30, 40 years, right? I mean, it can happen. But the way that things are happening, like, <clears throat> I mean, right now, I'm a big believer that right now and the next couple of years are probably going to be the best times to invest if you're trying to gain wealth because we're already in a recession, right? So we're technically already in a recession. Um, so as things continue to, you know, kind of go um, the way they're going, if they stay the way they are, uh, most likely we're gonna things are gonna continue to drop, right? House prices have already dropped because interest rates have gone up, right? Mm -hmm. So it's more of a buyer's market right now. And then uh, this is the summertime. Wait till the winter comes when people don't buy houses. People don't buy houses in the winter. 
You do you know why people don't buy houses in the winter? Because you're spending money on family and Christmas. Yeah, so holidays is one thing. And then most of the people that move are people with kids. People with kids don't want to move in the middle of the school year. Right. So houses their price is gonna drop even more. Right? So so it's like um <clears throat> yeah, man. So I mean right now they're like good times for people to continue to invest their money, to continue to put money into the market, into into investments, right? Investment vehicles. Um like I said, I'm I'm a huge believer of it. Um you know, I have a, I've lost everything twice, and you will never see me not invest. It does not matter. Like it just does. Like I just, you know, I I know the risk that I take, right? Or when I when I did those risks, when I did what I did, I knew that that could happen, and it did, and it's okay. We just do it again. You know, that's that's the mindset you're gonna have. But now with investing in stocks and stuff, it's okay. You just have like when you see things down. Just take calm and just wait. Just ride out the way, right? You know? Think about 2008. When everything crashed, you'll go where at now. That was like, what, 14 years ago. Problem is, like I said earlier in the show, everybody wants to get rich fast. That is fact. Exactly. That's a big problem we got to solve. We got to solve that. And I'm so glad you mentioned about that because everyone's like, Robin Hood, yes, no. And I know Cash App is also a good place for investing. But I don't know you as a financial advisor. I didn't even know about Cash App. I didn't even know they did that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they do. They do. Um, They're growing. So this is a really good... This episode is definitely full of fire because it's going to let a lot of people know what to do and then reach out to you because they're going to ask some questions that you're probably going to have them to think about their decisions before they make that application. So I really appreciate you for joining this show today and just yeah, giving yeah, us all sure, these man. gems. Yeah, man. If there's a way they can reach out to you, what are the options they have available? Yeah, man. If uh, anybody wants to reach out to me, man, um, they can just uh, find me on Facebook, Kevin Rodas, right? very basic um or i have my instagram as well uh instagram handle is kr underscore i'm gonna make sure it's correct it's uh kr27 underscore llc so kr27 and then underscore and then llc that's my business account and that's probably the best one you can reach me out if you want to talk to me and ask have any questions and stuff um i'm always happy to help anybody out man uh you know, or whatever they want to learn, they want to know. Um, like I said, dude, uh, I like to use my story to tell people that you can do it. If I could go through all this, you can, you can put money away. It's not that hard. Yeah, that is so great. Thank you so much, Kevin, for being here. I really appreciate you. And um, I'm looking forward to bringing you back so we can talk more about your success stories and help other people grow financially and have more freedom in life. Yeah, for sure, man. No, I appreciate it. Um, you know, last thing I guess uh, I want to tell is just, you know, just you got to be disciplined. That's the biggest thing. You know, just find discipline, find something that that, that drives you to do this. Um, everybody talks about motivation. Uh, motivation is BS. There, there's no motivation. You just got to just do it. Yeah. You think I'm motivated to go to the damn gym every day? No. Try to do it. You know, that's the thing. You just have to do it. You just have to do things. And, and uh, it's easier said than done. But um, mm-hmm. anybody can do it. Um, gotta put money away. Gotta save money. Not everybody's gonna be an entrepreneur. Not everybody's gonna make eight, seven, eight, nine, ten figures. And that's okay. It's it's about being happy. If you're happy where you're at, mm-hmm. if you ha- if you love your nine to five, you're happy. 
But you still gotta save because look where the economy is at now. Inflation is yeah. all time high. Mm -hmm. uh, houses are, you know, interest rates keep going up. You know, the middle class is disappearing. Everything's about being either rich or poor. You yeah. know, so you gotta put money away. You gotta think about you, your kids, your family, and even if you don't have kids, we will have kids one day. You know. Right. Right. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Yeah, no, for sure, man. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to uh, see this. And uh, yeah, if I can ever help you as well, just let me know. I'm Def happy to help you, man. Definitely, man. Till next time. <laughs> awesome. awesome. Thank you, brother. You're have welcome. a good one. You too.